previously on Left Behind. Just tell me. I can't, Buck, but you have to listen. There are people here, and I assume there as well. I think they are... No. Dirk? Dirk? Uh, you think they are what? Maybe it's too late. Maybe I missed it. Washington. Can I speak with Lucinda? My mom's not here. Can you tell me where she is? She's nowhere. I'm the only one left. Chloe, if it's you, do whatever you have to to get home. Any airline can charge it to me. I love you. Now we have uh, more details on the breaking story. Uh, we have more information to report to you about a plane crash. Uh, that plane originating in Palo Alto, California, headed toward Chicago. The plane has crashed. Authorities are telling us there are no survivors. Based on the best-selling novel, Tyndale House Publishers proudly presents Episode 4 of the dramatic audio edition of Left Behind. Did you want to look at this Stanford parents thing, or can I just get rid of it? Read it already. Want to sit down? Why? What do we have here? Fire and brimstone? <laughs> it's not like they're pounding the pulpit and screaming. <laughs> this is solid teaching. It makes you think. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Ray, for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm really growing. Like I finally have a relationship with God. I'm not just going through the motions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next thing you know, you'll be looking for a new church. Irene. I wanted to talk to you about that. I can't believe it. Ray, let me explain. What's wrong with our church? It was good enough to take Chloe and Raymond. I found a place called New Hope Village Church, and we're either on the other line or you've reached us after office hours. Our worship services are Sunday morning at 9 and 11, Sunday night at 6, and Wednesday at... I have a feeling that message needs to be changed. Easton, this is Lear 28 Papa with you out of 13 for 10. We have Lima. Lear 28 Papa, you're cleared to land runway 7 left, altimeter 29.97, winds are 020 at 10, traffic is a DC 9 on short final. Roger, clear to land, Lear 28 Papa. 10 bucks says that airliner in front of us has never been to this airport before. 10 bucks says you've never been to this airport before. <laughs> this looks like the middle of nowhere. You'd win that bet. Easton, we need to arrange a ride for a passenger into the city. Any suggestions? You're joking, right? I uh, didn't mean to. We've got a guy that can get him within a couple miles of the subway. No guarantees of the trains, given the bad sights. Bad sights? Say again, Easton? Pretty messy in the subways. You sure your man wants to get into Midtown? Roger. Hope he's got good hiking boots. 
I'm not sure, but uh, I think this is where we're supposed to get off. But we're miles from downtown. Yeah, at least 10, maybe 15. Now, how are we supposed to get there? Well, I'm doing the only thing I can do. I'm walking. Huh. Buck, you made it. Oh, I can't Marge, believe so it. See you guys. Oh, so feels like good home. To see you. Hey, Buck. Steve. I don't know how you got here so fast. Yeah. I bought you a Lear with my company card. Uh-huh. It's a nice color. You'll like it. Come on, we got some food and coffee in the conference room. You look awful. Oh, thanks a lot. How'd you get in here? Well, let's see. I crammed into a motorhome from who knows where to the subway. When the subway quit, I walked the first seven or eight miles, and then, well, you won't believe this, I found a bike. You stole a bike? No, 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 it had a sign on it. Borrow this mm-hmm. bike, take it wherever, leave it for someone else in need. No charge. Perfect timing. Unbelievable. <laughs> Only in New York, huh? Well, listen, kid, I'm glad you made it. Uh, you've heard about, uh, Lucinda? Yeah. Yes. Oh, and I wasn't going to do this again. We've lost several, Buck. I, I called her house and, and her son answered. Oh, God. I don't know anymore. It's okay. I'm sorry. I just... I, I didn't feel anything until I saw you guys. I, I've been going on autopilot just to get here. It's, it's okay, kid. It's okay. Look, <laughs> if this is your first cry, it won't be your last. <laughs> for this Friday. Really? In two days? No, don't count on actually flying. Not too many expected to lift off by then. So there's a chance I'll get called off before I leave home? <laughs> More than a chance, but that's your assignment for now. Uh, what's the route? Uh, Chicago to Boston to JFK. And home when? Saturday night. Good. Why, you got a date? Not funny. Ah, uh, I'm sorry, Ray. I, I didn't mean to... I forgot. You know about my family? senior flight attendant on your aborted Heathrow run. You got the word on your first officer on that flight? Well, I heard, but nothing official. A suicide? Right. It was awful. They tried to revive him, but he just lost too much blood. I never saw it coming. No, nobody did. Uh, Cal, I've got a favor to ask. You think you could check on something for me? Well, I'm giving my best shot, Captain. Why, what's up? My daughter's trying to get back this way from California. Unlikely. I know, I know but uh, she's trying. Um... She'll probably fly Pancon if she can. Could you check and see if she's on any of the manifests coming east? Yeah, it shouldn't be too hard. There are precious few, and, you know, none of them would be landing here. Well, how about Milwaukee? Don't think so. Where would she originate? Somewhere near Palo Alto. Uh-oh. What's wrong? You didn't hear? No, what? What is it? Pancon out of Palo Alto. It went down last night. No survivors. <sighs> Chloe? Listen, Buck, I want you to go find that bike, get home, and get some rest. No, 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 I'm here. Let me get some stuff done and then go home for the night. Hey, we've got a lot to do, kiddo. I need you sharp. I am sharp. How soon can I get to London? London? What's in London? A tip. A good one. 
Major U.S. dollars, international money all around a guy who may be emerging as a new leader. You mean Nikolai Carpathia? We're all over it. What? You think it's Carpathia? You have been out of touch. The financier you're talking about is Jonathan Stonegall. I told you Carpathia's coming to the U.N., right? Yeah, but he's still in the lower house of the parliament. <laughs> Hardly. Ambassador? Tri-president. President? Dirk was right. Dirk? Oh, my guy in London. He gave me a cryptic note about a leader. Now, look, I don't know why you'd want to run off to London when you're parked on the biggest story going. You haven't got time to fool with a guy who's president of a non-strategic country. There's something there, Steve. He says it all fits together, whatever that means, and, and, and that someone would come to power. Has to be Carpathia. The Pancan flight crashed after the disappearance. It's totally unrelated. Is Chloe on the passenger list? Well, that's what I'm checking. Well, I can't find her, but if she flew standby, she might not be here. Let me keep looking. God, please. There's hardly anything coming out of there. LAX? No. Maybe. Hey, Chloe Steele, right? Yeah. Bingo. What? Air California to Salt Lake. Yes, yes. To follow up, the flight Thank was probably full. Looks like... Pan put her on a bus to some outlying strip, then they got her to Salt Lake City on Air Cal. First time that plane's been out of state, I bet. Well, where is she now? She went to Enid, Oklahoma. Uh, Holy cow, an ancient Boeing four-banger. We've never gone to Enid. Yeah, we do now, apparently. Must be the Dallas spillover. Anyway, she's flying Ozark to Springfield, Illinois. Ozark? Hey, I just work here, Cap. Looks like we got a turboprop or two downstate that can get her up here, but doesn't say where she'll land. Probably won't know until they get close. How do I know where to pick her up? Uh, you may not. I'd sit tight. She'll call. Yeah, at least I know she's safe and on her way. Uh, look, thanks, Cal. I owe you. Okay, Buck. Carpathia's leader of an insignificant country, and he's in debt to Jonathan Stonegall. That means Stonegall can move his holdings into Eastern Europe. That's nothing new. But, Steve, this is like a freshman congressman becoming president of the United States in an off-election year. Did the president die or something? Well, what are you suggesting? That he was killed? Was he? Oh, no. He insisted Carpathia take over. Buck, this is Romania. Mm -hmm. Their gross national product is minor leagues. Never invaded anybody. Never a strategic ally. It still they... smells major to me. Rosenzweig was high on this guy. Now Carpathia's speaking at the UN? He was scheduled before he became president. Proves my point. He was a nobody. Now he's speaking at the most strategic gathering in the world. Look, his claim to fame is disarmament. He gets his 15 minutes and that's it. Trust me, kid. You're not going to hear from him again. Stonegall has to be behind the UN gig. Stonegall is a personal friend of every politician on the planet. He's up to something. Look, kid. Stonegall's always up to something okay, so he gets a businessman into Romanian politics. Maybe even gets him installed as president. Who knows? Maybe he even got him his little audience with the famous inventor Chaim Rosenzweig. Which never amounted to anything. Now he gets Carpathia some international exposure. It happens all the time. Oh, man. Would you rather chase a non-story like this, kid, or... Or help tie together the cover piece of the most tragic phenomenon in the history of the world? You know, you used to trust my instincts. I still do, but you're tired. You're tired. Now think. Think about it rationally for two seconds, Buck. Then I'm definitely not going to London. Call your guy, tell him you'll get back with him. I'm bringing in the department editors interested in the international meetings. Now, you're going to tie the coverage together. So I So they can all hate me in the same meeting? Oh, Bob. Oh, you want me to ignore Carpathia, but you're going to complicate my life with an ecumenical religious convention and a one-world currency confab? Oh, boy, you are short on sleep. 
Now think about it. You'll have access to all the dignitaries. Jewish nationalist leaders interested in one world government. Not compelling. Orthodox Jews from all over the world looking at rebuilding that temple. I don't get it. International monetarists setting the stage for one world currency. Also but, unlikely. But you can keep your eye on your favorite power broker. Mm, Stonego. Right. And the heads of various religious groups who want to cooperate internationally. Bore me to death. Since when have religious groups been able to agree on anything? It's all impossible. You're still not getting it, kid. You're not getting it. You're going to have access to all these people. Religious, moneyed, political. All while you're writing a piece about what happened. And why it happened. The greatest minds in the world at your doorstep. Hmm. Uh, you got a point. But I still want Carpathia. Not a problem. He's already a media hound. Hmm. I got a tape right here. Somebody tracked him down for one of the morning shows already. Only a couple of minutes, though. Yeah, well, can I see it? Uh, sure. Yeah, you use the top one. How about Stonego? Can I have a shot at him? He never talks to the press. You know that. Uh, so? I like a challenge. I'm very humble to have been asked to speak at the United Nations. And I assure you, I... Romania's Mr. GQ, huh? <laughs> oh, he's Mr. got it down. You're a young leader. Why? You may say it. Why listen to someone from such an insignificant place on the planet? <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say it that way. <laughs> no, no, no. It is a fair question. Romania is a very small player in the global scene. Everyone in my country understands that we are trivial in the grand scheme of world politics. But we do believe, and I passionately agree, that the one commodity our world cries for, from industrial to third world, is peace. We have seen too many lives lost in this generation. Rampant nuclear proliferation. Yesterday, our world changed forever. So I am hoping to instill the same passion in every heart that will hear it. I will talk about it, I will work toward it, and if I am privileged to lend my voice to the effort, I will not rest until every creature from Romania to the Middle East to the uttermost parts of the earth experiences peace. Chloe? Oh, I'm sorry, Captain, it's Hattie. I, I promised to call you back, but I fell asleep. Uh, that's fine. No no problem, Hattie. In fact, you know, I need... I, I don't want to bother you at a time like no, this. No, 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 that's just well, it. I, have I, you I... talked to Chloe? I'm waiting for her to call right now, so I really have to get off the line. Oh, well, all right then. Wait, um, what have you found out about your family? Are, are they okay? They're fine. Oh, well, thank God. Well... I'll get off so you can wait for Chloe's call. Oh, thanks, Hattie. I'm, I'm really glad about your family. Goodbye. Nigel Leonard. I'm looking for Dirk Burton and was told that... Who's calling, please? Uh, this is Buck Williams from New York. You'll have to tell me your specific relationship to Mr. Burton before I'm allowed to inform you further. Hey, I just want to talk to him. I must also inform you that this conversation shall be taped. I'm sorry? I'm taping our conversation, sir. If that is a problem for you, you may disconnect. I don't understand. Dirk's a friend of mine. I want to talk to him. You understand what a tape is, don't you? Yes. 
And I'm turning mine on now as well, if you don't mind. Well, I do mind, Mr. Williams. Why on earth would you be taping? Why would you? We are the ones with a most unfortunate situation, and we need to investigate all leads. What situation? What happened? First, I need to know why you're asking. I'm an old friend. We went to college together. Where? Princeton. Your occupation? Senior writer, Global Weekly. Is he in some kind of trouble? Mr. Williams, allow me to state categorically, on both our tapes apparently, that what I'm about to say is strictly off the record. Do you understand? I... yeah. Because I'm aware that both in your country and in the British Commonwealth, anything said following an assertion that we are off the record is protected. Granted. We're off the record. Now where's Dirk? Mr. Burton's body was discovered in his flat this morning. Dirk Burton is dead. the next street. You have come a long way for such a young lady. Turn right here. Okay. Your family is going to be very, very surprised. I would like to see their faces. Yeah, so would I. It's in the next block. Okay. You know, when I first came to this country, I was so happy. I wanted to bring my family, but I could not. So I worked here for three long years. I drive for many, many hours. And finally, finally, I got to bring my wife and child. You can stop here. Right here's fine. Okay, all right. That'll be 55. I'll get your bag. Chloe! Chloe! Daddy, I made it! Oh, so good to see you. It's okay. Everything is okay. This is absolutely wonderful. Oh, uh, here. Uh, what, what was the fare? Uh, it was $55, sir. Here. Thank you. Oh, thank you, sir. Oh, wonderful homecoming. Absolutely wonderful. I tried to call. I just didn't want to wait, so I went to the airport. Yeah, Amy finally I... got through and told me you were on your way. You did the right thing. Is everybody okay? Mom and Ramy? Dad? Chloe. I don't want to hear this. Honey. That's just you and me now. Just you and me. found his bed. Oh, Ramy. He kept this on his nightstand. We took it last year at the beach. In one of those camera booths. (laughs) I knew it was going to be hard for him when I went to school. But I I never... I never got to tell him how how hard it was for me. We all missed you. I'm surprised. Chloe... I want to see Mom's room. Not now, Chloe. Please. I have to see it. sweetheart. Just one more. You want... Oh, read the monkey one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, sweetie. I'll read the monkey one. Please, Mom, can I sleep over? It's the last week before school. Chloe, it's really late. Please, Mom, we won't stay up. We'll go to sleep really early. Well, <laughs> I guess so. All right. Thanks, Mom. You're the greatest. You promised to go to sleep before midnight.
Do you like it? I love it, honey. It looks expensive. See, you have this half, and I wear this half. Every day you're at school. Okay, Mom. <laughs> It'll remind me to pray for you. She was wearing my necklace. Dad, I miss her so much. Yes, I know, honey. I know. I keep thinking they're at Raimi's soccer game and they'll pull in the driveway any minute. But they're gone. They're not coming back. <laughs> what happened? Where did they go? I, I don't know, Chloe. At school, they're saying it's a space invasion. Little green men, right. I didn't believe it either. But what do you think? Where are they? Um, Chloe, I... I've been thinking a lot about that. Do you want to know where I really think they are? Of course. I believe they're in heaven. Williams, Dirk suffered a bullet wound to the head. I'm sorry, but the determination is a suicide. Suicide? It can't be. Who made that determination? Scotland Yard and security personnel here at the exchange. Uh, suicide is impossible. You know that. Do I? If you're his supervisor, you do. There have been countless suicides since the disappearances. Dirk didn't kill himself, and you know it. Mr. Williams, we both like Dirk. But neither of us knew his state of mind, and I'm not in a position at this point to question the medical examiner. There's someone behind this, and I'm going to find out who it is. Dad, come on. I really think they've gone to heaven. And you think we missed our chance? I'm afraid so. Like, didn't Mom ever tell you she believed Jesus would come back someday, take his people directly to heaven before they died? Sure, but I thought she was just going fanatic. I never took her seriously. She got carried away with that stuff. <laughs> Good choice of words. What? Oh, fine, Dad. You don't really believe that, do you? I think I do. That's as crazy as the Martian theory. Maybe. What's your theory? I'm honest enough to admit I don't know. Oh, so now I'm not being honest. Don't you see? This is the least painful possibility. We both want to think of Mom and Raimi in heaven with God, sitting on clouds. Mm -hmm. So... I'm deluding myself. I don't blame you. Part of me wants to believe that too, but it's just not realistic. Realistic. Chloe, I lost a hundred passengers. Poof, into thin air. Your mother and brother disappeared from their beds. A realistic kind of gets redefined, don't you think? You're saying the only logical explanation is God? That he took his own and left the rest That's of us? That's what I'm saying. I don't want to hear this. Chloe... Our family is a perfect picture of what happened. If what I'm saying is right, the logical two people are gone and the logical two are left. You think I'm that much of a sinner? Chloe, listen, whatever you are, I am. I'm, I'm not judging you. I always called myself a Christian because I was raised that way. And now you're saying you're not a Christian? <sighs> Chloe, I think the Christians are gone. Then God is spiteful and hateful and mean to take them. Who wants to go to heaven with a god like that? Well, if that's where your mom and Raimi are, that's where I want to be. Well, me too, but not with a god like that. I thought God was supposed to be loving and kind, but did he ever care enough to answer any of my prayers? No, no, I didn't qualify. I got left behind.
Left Behind, the dramatic audio edition, is based on the book by Tim LaHaye and Jerry Jenkins and has been adapted for radio by Chris Fabry with music by Steve Wick. Directed and produced by Todd Bastide. The dramatic audio edition of Left Behind is a production of Gap Digital and Tyndale House Publishers. Thank you for listening.